When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use promo code DNVR, new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. That's code DNVR only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter, and we've got some postseason stuff to talk about, but I don't call it the postseason this year. I call it Susie's a nightmare season. Really? You know me, Philadelphia native. My team is in the NLCS. So everything I've just experienced over the last six months was not a nightmare. Is, is that what you're oh, telling you me? Oh, you thought that that was a nightmare? I, I'm not saying that. I'm, We're I'm... turning <laughs> it up real loud. The I'm na- going to be real <laughs> crappy to be around. <laughs> the nightmare meter goes to 11? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. There we go. it could go higher. We are, we are good. Yeah, we'll break down the first ever <laughs> different rounds of the MLB playoffs happening on the same day. Super weird. And, and, and how that happened and some of the interesting shenanigans that went down. I don't know if there's some one-upsmanship between the cities of New York and Cleveland. Mm. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll, of course, preview Padres, Phillies. And if, if we're going to really compare, these, compare this matchup, we may just have to look at the cities themselves rather than even talking about the players. And so we'll have a little bit of fun okay. with that and, and, and highlight some of the best moments of the year. But uh, Arizona Fall League news, we kind of touched on it yesterday. I figured uh, we would talk about some of the pitchers right now that are all struggling with ERAs <sighs> over 12. Uh, Does not bode well for the future. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Blair Calvo, Phineas Delbonta Smith, Stephen Jones, Peter Lambert. Struggling, but it, it's been two weeks. We'll see what happens uh, by the end of the year. So uh, it's not the, the be-all, end-all, smaller sample sizes as well. Offensively, uh, young guy warming Bernabel. We should hear his name a lot more probably in six weeks' time uh, as he very well is, is going to be protected. And uh, he will be a new member of the 40-man roster. Ooh, that's my one that's, of my predictions. That's your prediction. I think, you know what? I always say this is my favorite name in the Rocky system. I love it. I want to keep him forever. It feels like he's been around forever because when they <laughs> signed him at like 16, you're like, his first name is Warming. Like, you're never going to forget that. Never. I think they, I think 
Walking Cabrera was also in their organization. Another one of those great names. Oh my gosh. Either that or I'm confusing the two. Walking and warming. <laughs> it, they're, they're very similar. He, uh, he had his first home run last week. Braxton Fulford doesn't get a lot of playing time there uh, as uh, the catcher for the Salt River Rafters, but he had himself a two-run walk-off double, which was awesome. Grant Levine still been productive. And the Salt River Rafters have finally... One again. They won three games last week. That's a huge Yay. improvement. Yes. It took them a while. <laughs> uh, it definitely, definitely did take them a while. Uh, best moments of, of 2022. We had an article up on the DNVR.com. You can check that out. Now only 50 cents for your first month, but wrote about uh, some of those on-field things that happened. You know, what, what are we going to remember most from this year? I think everyone probably has their favorite player that mm-hmm. they're going to remember that moment or that really cool event. And it's always nice to go back and look through as as far as, you know, what were those biggest moments? There weren't a ton of, like, huge moments. I mean, B-Rod hitting three home runs in the game. That was pretty big. Is a rarity. Uh, he does have the walk-off homer, too, uh, at the end of that doubleheader uh, to beat the Marlins 13-12. Mm-hmm. That to me, is probably like the biggest on-field kind of moment yeah. that we might remember most, in addition to maybe C.J. Crone going 504 feet, but that very well could get readjusted, and then we don't have that. You can't readjust B-Rod's three home runs. Exactly. I like how we can't <laughs> trust any home run yeah. distance now. <laughs> no. No, we, we, we can't. We can't trust the stats. All of a sudden, we can't trust Herman Marquez's ERA is under five now. They're just going back and they're giving errors to people. Is nothing sacred? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. That was uh, kind of weird. You know what else you can't ever take away? What's that? Chad Cool's complete game shutout. That one will be so interesting to see how many people remember that. Because if it's only one year for Chad Cool, mm-hmm. uh, like that, I think right now in this place in time, that was probably the the best one game performance, especially since it had never happened mm-hmm. by a single guy ever against the Dodgers. And so for that reason, I'd kind of maybe put it a notch above B-Rod's three home run game. Mm-hmm. But again, if, if this is a blip on the map, Chad Cooley's playing somewhere else, you know, his first five years of his career is with the Pirates. How many Rockies fans will kind of remember that? That will be like that question. So if like you're listening to this right now, <laughs> Like, really try to, like, think about this once a week. All right, Chad Cool, complete game shutout, three-hitter against the Dodgers. It'll be a trivia question you're gonna a, win some beers. in a Sabre email someday. You, yes. <laughs> or you're going to win a couple beers at the DNVR bar. Actually, you also know I mean? that. Like, that's kind of where it goes. But will people remember it in the future? Honestly, probably not. Like, as much as it's, like, so clear to us, mm-hmm. so clear to us right now, I, I think people will forget. A year from now, if someone comes in and mentions... Chad Cool's complete game shutout against the Dodgers. I will buy you a beer. Okay. A year from now. Not this year. Next year. And if you're wearing an Ezekiel Tovar uh, black vest jersey, that, that when offers- you do that, no, no, they, they cancel each other out, actually. You've just lost your beer. If someone were to show up. They're too much of a tryhard at that point. If, if someone were to show up, honestly, with those two obscure things, I would still buy them two beers. And then they peel off the jersey, and you're like, well, there's technically sleeves underneath that jersey, and they peel off, and they got the Todd Hollinsworth City Connect <gasps> jersey on. We're like, now, I, now I'm confused. Forget it. I, I'm confused. I've that gone broke. We're, we're going to have to zell some money over to someone's account. Um, <laughs> another one of those big moments early on in the season, Miguel Cabrera, 3,000 hits. I like how a big cool. milestone during the Rocky season is not <laughs> from a Rocky. It yeah. is someone from a team we were playing against. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Uh, it was cool, too. But Again, it was cool. It was really it was. cool. Especially because you go, 
that could be the last time you know we see someone with three thousand hits mm-hmm. for a while. Uh, yeah, Tella on the hill, and you also had Jonathan Daz out in center field and Elias Diaz behind the plate. All three from Venezuela. Mm-hmm. So great to see that. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. cool too. That took it to another level. Charlie Blackman had a bunch of milestones there. There were some real Rockies milestones Actual there. Actual milestones. Fifteen hundred hits. Uh, he got his what fifty fourth triple. So he went past Dexter Fowler, <laughs> yeah. got uh, over 201 uh, home runs. So man, I think he's sixth all time. So he bypassed Dante Bichette doing that. Also became the third man to ever have a, what some would call a splash ball, as we would call a splash <laughs> hit. Yes. <laughs> can you believe I can remember all that stuff back from April? Uh, yes, a splash <laughs> hit in the McCovey it's, Cove. Your brain seems like really impossible to live in. It's it's just good. I don't know how you get out of bed. <laughs> Look, it's a it's a filing cabinet system, so everything is labeled, and so you can just retrieve it whenever you need. It's fine. It's great. Once you get organized, it goes really quick. If you want something, if you want something done, ask a busy person. Mm. So that's it. I log a lot of hours in the offices of Patrick Patrick and Lions LLC offices in my head. <laughs> I don't. I'm losing it. I'm losing. It. What you you had you had a quirky favorite kind of moment. I did from yes. this year. I because yeah. yeah, your article's great, but it left out one of my favorite moments, and that was Bud Black getting ejected. That was really cool. I loved that, and I just feel like that fires dudes up. It fired me up. Do you remember how jealous I was of you on that game? Because I wasn't there. at that one. Do you remember? <laughs> I, I do. remember. Yeah, because I was very jealous. I was like. I, I don't know if I've seen that with my naked eye. Like, <laughs> I don't think I was getting daily credentials by that point. It was yeah. great. But then I got one. I did I did get to, to see one, thankfully. But yes, that was that's a rarity, too. Mm-hmm. That's what also makes something memorable. Uh, of course, can't not talk about 2022 without talking about the new duds, the City Connects. I mean, yes. that was uh, really fantastic. You know, just, just having something new that they wear on, on Sunday. I don't know if, if they'll uh, do that again next year, if they'll have like a specific day of the week mm-hmm. that they'll bust them out. But they have a terrible record in the City Connects. So I feel like... They have a terrible record when either the word Colorado or Rockies <laughs> are on the front. So technically speaking, Susie, I don't know. You know what? That, that's a great point. <laughs> when there's a baseball game being played against their team, the record's not good so i don't know if we'll see what happens with the pants though sorry cyber sorry that we're cyber bullying the rockies right now if you had to guess are they gonna have green pants next year yes or no i don't want them to because i know that they like the white pants better i think the white pants look better i don't think the green pants look bad i guess that it's like it will green or white what are they gonna have i think of green or white pants next year i have to decide i think they're gonna have white pants See, again, that's the difference between you and I. You go with your heart and I go with my head because I think it will be green pants. And I'll be disappointed like you, mm-hmm. but then if it's white, I'm still going to feel good. You know what I'm saying? But you're, le- you're leaning towards lose. green. Patrick you are, can't lose. You are leaning towards green, though. I think you're, it's, you're kind of like 51% green because you just know they're probably not going to get what they want. Right? We never get what we want. No. <laughs> we want we want wah, a lavender. <laughs> we want a lavender uniform. Oh my gosh. I want a lavender beautiful. uniform. With yes. like the columbines all over it. Oh, that'd be good. How fun would that be? Even, like, it can just be st- a variant. Like just like you know how the Giants have like the sandy colored uniforms? Yeah, yeah. And, and Padres too a little bit. Just just uh, one droplet of purple while they're making the batch of pants and jerseys. That's it. Just that. <laughs> Great. I love that. You know, you can drop it in the wash by accident. Yeah. I bet we could. Oops. 
slip some lavender dye. Definitely something happened with the socks. The socks got less and less white on the CD Connect unis. <laughs> they started getting like a little bit. They gray weren't there. as crisp. They we didn't deserve crisp white socks. Uh, defensively, <laughs> I mean, the only real big defensive play that immediately jumps to mind is, of course, the the Randall Gritchick home run robbery there. Oh yeah, uh, in I that was that early. Was, that was game five. That was that was game five yeah. in Texas. Mm-hmm. Charlie Blackman called it the greatest catch he had ever seen. I still haven't seen enough like really good angles of of that home run because the camera is focused on Gritchick. Mm-hmm. But like if you look in the corner, Charlie Blackman is like skipping up, like woohoo, yeah. we just got it. They win that game. They go to four to, four and one on the season. They they take the first two series. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was like pivotal in and of that moment. Remember the hot start. Uh, yeah, we, we both have to look off to the same side and a big bubble will pop up. <laughs> um, as far as other uh, look good and playing good moments, every light show. Oh my god! Every Daniel Bard light show. That has to come back, right? I, 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 we need it back. We need it back. That was that was really cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the that first really time good. we saw it, I was just like, oh my gosh, what is this? And that's the song. I feel like they, they turned the volume up too in the stadium. There's something about... When they played "Stranglehold" by mm-hmm. Ted Nugent, it ju- it sounded a lot louder. I don't I don't know what it was. Maybe because it starts off really slow with like the guitar lick, but it yeah. it, it, it feels like it's really like hitting there. Maybe it's a bass. Maybe mm-hmm. they hit bass boost on the little you know. They turned CD up the player. woofer. They could be. They yes. turned up the woofer. I love that Bud Black just got such a kick out of the song and the light show. He was like, I feel like I'm at a concert. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a it's a good vibe. So again, like you know, say fun. what you will about the Rockies win loss record, but if you're gonna go and have fun and like do those kind of things, that's that's the perfect kind mm-hmm. of thing in that moment. And then again, that catches fire. That's something that you know how. So you know, John Boy. Uh, I mean. Ben Verlander, you know, mm-hmm. I watch some of his stuff, but if yeah. you think about the the MLB people that are are decorating the landscape with general things, how often did you see other people bigging up Daniel Bard and his walk out in the light show? Did you see that anywhere other than DNVR Rockies no. on Twitter? No. Why the hell not? Why the right? hell not? And so what's interesting, so you go, all right, Edwin Diaz, boom, Timmy Trumpets, that Narco, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think he's been using that for years. Yeah. This it wasn't like you know what we need in 2022? He's been using it for years. And then finally, you know, people kind of realize how great it is. People still don't know yet how great that Daniel Bard both is as a ball player, uh-huh. A, and his choice in in music and, uh, and his entrance. You know what? That's so bad. I feel like this would not have been the case if Daniel Bard wasn't snubbed for a spot on the All-Star team. Fair. That's very mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. And it would have been really cool then. He closes the game out if the NL was winning and they do the light show for him in <gasps> Dodger Stadium. That would be dope. That would have been dope. That very much would have been Thank been you for good. tuning in for a Rockies fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more of that. Uh, hey, do you remember the, the big trade at the deadline? Wait, <laughs> do you remember a trade at the deadline? I remember everyone else's. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Everyone but the Rockies. Yes. So that will be, uh, honestly, like that will kind of be, I think, a moment people remember. Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't a moment it, because it didn't happen. It was such a non-moment. But right? Yeah. Like it was, an, that honestly will be something that I think people will go back and say, oh man, can you believe what they did in 2022? And, you know, we'll be sitting here, let's say in 2025, talking about, oh, the trade deadline and who are they going to acquire and they don't have enough depth. And you go, well, had you like maybe traded Iglesias or Cool mm-hmm. or Crone at the time? Think of what chips you could have possibly had or players even on the team 
right now in in the 2025. Mm -hmm. So instead of DNVR retro, we're going DNVR future looking back to now. <laughs> so it, it's a non-moment, I think, that people remember. And then all the rookies. I mean, the rookies, they all like kind of each had their their moment. Mm -hmm. That was really cool to see. Yeah, lots of great rookie moments. I mean, first of all, we got to see Montero, who we've been so excited mm -hmm. about. We yeah. got to see Tovar with a with a great debut. We got yeah. Tolia, like just our rookies. Our little babies. Had two triples uh, in the same game, back-to-back -back innings. Yes. And then uh, and his first big league home run comes off closer Kenley Jansen yeah. in the ninth to make that game really interesting. <laughs> uh, uh, almost a meaningless game in August in Atlanta. That was really fun. And then his second home run's on the other side of the plate. So that was uh, that was cool. Everything you know, Sean Bouchard did was just consistency. No, nothing, mm -hmm. nothing huge and big. He did have a couple of big hits, but uh, nothing monumental. Just every time he came up to the plate, you're like, you're gonna get a really good at bat. And that's so valuable. That oh, is yeah. so valuable. Let's not forget Ezekiel Tovar's first home run was off of Clayton Kershaw. That's it. I've, we have I've, it on the pillows. I, that's it. Yeah, I, th I think I don't know if they're selling that on Foco.com uh, and Foco gear, <laughs> but they probably should. And they no, will soon. That was not a segue. Um, <laughs> but you can bring your scooter or segue into the DNVR bar uh, on the corner of Colfax and York. <laughs> whatever, whatever vehicle you decide to transport yourself down here, you get 15% off uh, your entire tab if you're a member, which again, only 15%. Such a good uh, Rather, only uh, 50 cents for your first month. Annual membership, you get a free shirt to dmvrlocker.com. Oh, segues. That's it. That was good. That was an all-time great one. They're fun for transitions into ad read and fun for driving off the cliff. I, oof. R.I.P., the inventor of segues. Poor David Segway. No, I don't. Not his name. No, it wasn't his. Not his name. It was a William. I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm thinking of David Segui. There was a baseball player named David Segui, S E G U I, and so I think that's why I went Segway because his name almost looks like David Segway. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> I've never ridden a Segway. Me neither. They hmm. do. They do Segway tours, uh, in in some cities. Although I, I don't don't see them around that much. I I don't. The know scooter, I, I think, like almost killed the Segway. Almost. It's yeah. like here's a more dangerous. But cheaper way <laughs> yes. to get around town. Uh, it's great because we're we're near all the different stadiums. If if you got tickets to a game, I mean, hey, we're gonna have like watch parties going on all the time. And the party bus is the big one too. Um, go to dnvrlocker.com. You actually find out uh, we've got four already scheduled for the Nuggets uh, in the next couple months. So you come down to the bar, have a couple drinks. Take you over to Ball Arena, I'll bring you back here, uh, so you don't have to worry about paying for parking. It's it's parking really is cool. such a pain. Yes, very much. And and you're not going to do the segue at night. You shouldn't be. No. Probably. Dangerous. Again, and the city, yeah, no, no, no. That's that's very dangerous. So get on that party bus. And then uh, get your tickets, uh, whether you're you're hanging out at the bar or if you're in and around Ball Arena, uh, game time. That's the spot to go. In fact, actually, the spot to go is the link in our description so you can help us out a little bit. Uh, and then they can help us out. It's uh, it's a real family thing here we got going on where we all share with one another. They've got their ticket brokers sharing seats on the 50-yard line, behind home plate, mm -hmm. on the floor if it's a concert. And they're allowing you to get those tickets very close up until game time before the event starts, which is how you're able to get up to 60% off the face value of these tickets. Like seriously, you can't beat it. I've used it for years. I know you've used it mm -hmm. in the past. So uh, make sure you're checking out game time uh, and going in our link uh, in our description for that. And look, if something uh, does uh, happen to you on the unfortunate end of the spectrum, 
Fear not because travel legal offices are going to help you out, especially if it was a car crash. You know that that's like the proper term? Uh, the not, police wants you, yeah, not an accident. Accident is, is... Implies that it was accidental. Who knows? Yes. Like, like, oh, no one was at fault or there was nothing anyone could have done about mm-hmm. it. When we know you get into a car crash, somebody was at fault, yes. right? So, yes, they're going to help you out with that and, and, and make sure that your legal expenses don't get crazy. Injuries, medical bills, lost income, property damage... Look, it can be a disruption in your life, but not when you go to travel legal offices. Hit them up at 303-766-8766 for a free consultation on your personal injury matter. You can also reach out 24-7 on the web at travellegaloffices.com. It's a family-run law firm uh, in ex- right here in Colorado, obviously. It's local, and they've got a lot of experienced professionals there on site. They went to CU, DU law schools. It's fantastic. Travel legal offices. Dot com. Not sure if you heard all of the news in relation to hmm. the ALDS, but Oof. first off, we we don't have a winner. We're supposed to be we're supposed to be talking about Yankees Guardians. We're supposed to, to we, that game was supposed to happen last night, yes. but the weather in the Northeast no. is terrible this time of year. So just gross conditions all night. They couldn't play. They waited till. Pretty. I feel like they waited pretty late. They kept pushing it back and back. Mm-hmm. Like they, the first delay was you know like hours before the game, and then they kept pushing it and pushing it. So we did not get a Yanks versus G's game. Yes. Remember, remember, we were trying to get that going. I do. Guardians G's. You were trying to it's, get that going. Yeah. You were that. That's you. Don't, to, don't let me into it. It's the. I think they call them gu- the guards, like for short. Guards. The guards. Go guards. Okay. Yeah, I could I could see that if you're rooting for the G's. Um, but yes, they're they're gonna play today, two oh seven Mountain Standard Time on TBS on the same day as the NLCS. So that's never happened in baseball history before. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Yankees. So uh, many never happened in baseball history before. Things have happened this postseason alone. And baseball goes back 150 years. Yes. So like, figure that one out. But Yankees supposed to play. You know, last night at home. They're there now. But they woke up yesterday morning in Cleveland. They mm-hmm. uh, they weren't like able to leave the airport on Sunday night after that game, so they had to fly back home on the day of the game to get ready. Which is why I'm wondering if there's some shenanigans afoot, especially because it was a Monday night, Susie. Yeah, Cleveland after the supposed game after it got canceled, they went back to their hotel and were told. Yeah, we're, we're all booked up. On a Monday night, I know it's New York City, but we're all booked up. So they had to split up into two separate hotels. Oh my God, I didn't hear this. Is it? Are you thinking some shenanigans? Do you think maybe the Yankees just booked up the hotel? <laughs> it could have been that, maybe. That was what the delays were. They were yes. like, oh, we got to gobble, gobble up some more rooms. Just I don't to know. Mess with them. Or the hotel is like, oh, we heard what they did down at Cleveland International Airport. I'm assuming it's international. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe if they fly into they like Windsor, fly, Canada. They probably fly to Canada. They fly, so technically it counts. So, But I don't think they're go by CIA. It's the Cleveland Hopkins International Airport. Oh, Chia. Nice. Chia. Um, Chia. So it's the funniest thing they can't laugh. He's dying over here at the Chia. It's like, oh man, you think the train into DIA? You're like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they have great uh, public transportation down at Chia when I get there for the Guardians game. It was the jingle that Susie came in with. Nice. This got me. Yeah. (laughs) 
It was good. Thank it you. Was good. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Tip your servers. Uh, Yankees swap out Jamison Tyon for Nestor Cortez. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll get him. He's always excited. Cleveland's sticking with Aaron Civilly. Let's keep yes. hearing Civali. I, mean, I got to watch the game tonight just to find that out. But maybe we do see a little Shane Bieber. Both, both, both bullpens are pretty much fully rested. Mm-hmm. So Yankees maybe a little less so. So it, it, these guys are going to get a short leaf, leash. It's going to almost look like an opener because it's just going to be, boom, you either got it or you don't. Mm-hmm. This, this is a big game. And then the winner has to go to Houston tomorrow or tonight. Yeah. yeah. When Who, do they leave? They'll probably leave tonight. The traveling secretary has got to be like going white or bald. Like the oh, hair's got to be so falling stressed. Out. So like stressed. All this last minute. Got to send them some adaptogens. God, they to definitely that do. Stress. <laughs> no, they they definitely do. I mean, it's it's already like a hard enough job as it is. Mm-hmm. You know, being a traveling secretary, even when you're like booking months in advance, you still got to make sure everything's going well. This is all. Last minute mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, uh, and there's going to be even more of that next year too, because instead of going to San Diego, LA, San Francisco, Phoenix three times, now you're only going twice. So you're going to like four new cities. Mm-hmm. So uh, I talked in depth with uh, the Rockies uh, traveling secretary there, Paul Egan's about it uh, for an article coming out this off season. So Ooh. it was uh, some some interesting little pieces of information uh, that kind of kicked around about that. But uh, I thought that was. Uh, that's going to be interesting tonight. Are you going to collab with our, um, our flight reporter on, uh, to see when, when they get into Houston? No, on your story. Oh, I may have to. You're going to have to call the flight reporter. I will. I, I definitely will have to figure some of those things out. We, we have to figure out a, a fantasy draft. Oh, we, yes. We didn't do, do we do any fantasy drafts this entire year? I don't think we did. I mean, we made predictions, uh, I mean, and technically memories. not preseason because uh, we didn't really have a preseason together. We did not have a preseason. <laughs> I had no right preseason. In. It was just, hello, you work here now. The yeah. season starts tomorrow. Showed up on like opening day, opened <laughs> up the newspaper, like, all right, we know who who's starting for the DNVR Rockies. <laughs> what? It's, it's, someone's coming out of the bullpen already? We don't even have a... So, uh, yeah, so this will actually be like our first oh, fantasy draft. Well, we're going we're gonna to look at the uh, NLCS uh, in in reference to the sluggers, let's see who we can pick to essentially hit the most home runs. If we looped in, Susan, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. If we looped in the American League, even knowing right now that the we don't know if the Yankees and Guardians are going to go on, do you think if you had four picks, you would have selected Aaron Judge? Like be, he could get knocked out tonight, mm-hmm. so that's kind of a risky pick. Would you yeah. would you stay away from like the Guardians, Yankees, if you were doing this kind of draft with the five teams, or you just go for the sure thing? I think I would go for the short thing. I would too. Yeah. Judge hasn't even been that great this You know what? Yeah. And I, well, I mean, he's been carrying the Yankees all season, so yeah. he's tired. I get it. Um, I'm, I really want to see the Guardians move through. I really do. I love Cleveland. Yeah. yeah it's a fine city. They're my, they're my team to win. I want to I wanna Cleveland Phillies World Series. Uh, I'll... I'll <laughs> I'll uh, give credit to Eric O'Flaherty, a uh, former Atlanta reliever. He had a, a tweet I saw somewhere on social media that was hilarious. I had to share where it was really pumped for Guardians Padres on ESPN 12 <laughs> you know, next week. I was like, wow, yeah. I don't think that would be good for MLB <gasps> at all. No. <laughs> I would. I mean, I think people would still watch Houston just because like, they know the players a little bit, even yeah. if they're you know, still kind of – 
against the Astros, at least you feel like, oh, yeah, I know these guys. Whereas Cleveland, I don't know that they're bringing that juice to like a regular sports fan, mm. right? Yankees are the Yankees. So even if you don't know the players, I think people are going to pay attention and watch. Yeah, that's fair. And then Philly San Diego is, you know, probably you would think a little bit more uh, support on the TV side from Philadelphia than San I Diego. I think so, yeah. But I think it might be somewhat close. Just because San Diego hasn't been to the World Series since... You know, 98, mm-hmm. uh, they've never won one. Uh, they haven't won a, a championship of any kind in quite some time. There there hasn't been a San Diego Padres championship? Nope. 1963 San Diego Chargers. <laughs> whatever that NFL. is. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. So would you like to do the honors in, uh, in drafting? I get the first pick. The first in the DNVR HRD. Mm-hmm. Home Run Derby. Yes. I. And we're, I- we're going to do Snake. So if you get first, I get the next two. And then you get two. <laughs> okay. So I, I should tell you. So so you could you could let me go first, and then you would get the next. No, you two. know what? No, I I. You should take the first. I'm gonna take the first. I think pick. That, I think there's like an obvious first pick that's because better than the rest. Because I want to make sure I get Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. I want to make sure I get Kyle Schwarber. Like if I had, if I could like trade if I could like trade you my final pick, and so like I only get three guys, and you could get five. I would do that to have the first pick. Yeah. To have Kyle Schwarber and two other jabronis, and let like you have five. <laughs> Because that that's a great Kyle first pick. Schwarber and the Jabronis, my favorite band. <laughs> yeah, first overall pick, Kyle Schwarber. All right, uh, for my next two, I'm, I'm gonna go with guys that free agents uh, in the exact same off season, three hundred million dollar guys, mm-hmm. and one of them I'm gonna say, and no one's gonna really turn their nose up at, but the other one, not so much. So I'll I'll make my first first my first pick, my first round pick. Bryce Harper. Okay, that's a that's good an one. Easy one, right? That's an he, easy one. He had uh, he had two against Atlanta, so that was good. And for my second one, I do have to take Manny Machado. Ooh. I know, man. It, you know what? That's I, fair. I got it. That's fair. And I got screwed last year because we were doing like a future Hall of Famer draft, mm-hmm. and I had already like dominated, and 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 had like three surefire Hall of Famers, and I got I got trigger shy. Is that is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> the opposite of trigger happy is trigger shy. Yeah, that's. I guess so. And I'm like, Manny Machado is the obvious one, and I didn't just because I was like, I, I can't say that because he's a padre. Oh. But I'm, I'm making over- up for it. Patrick overthought something. What? Yes. What? I, can you believe that? <laughs> that was the old me, whereas the new me does it sl- in like half a second quicker. So you know what? I'm improving. I'm improving. So I got Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. Okay. You got the next two picks. We'll take four all together. We get the next two. You know what? Okay. I'm thinking I need to do Reese Hoskins. Yeah. Can't yeah. go wrong with that. He did hit 30 home runs. Uh, he does have the third most uh, of of the players here uh, between the Phillies and and Padres. Should mention, of course, Kyle Schwarber had 46, led the National League this last year. Um, Machado, 32 homers, did have 102 RBI, uh, 531 slug. So he's got the highest slugging percentage of all the regulars here between these uh, these two teams. And then Bryce Harper, uh, I don't think he hit 20 this season. But mostly that was, you know, because he was on the IL for so long. But yeah. he seems to be right now. So. He seems good now. All right, so Reese Hoskins, he's uh I we'll get see another, he gets another pick, pimp right? job. You get another pick. Um JT Real Muto. Oh, oh, I'm noticing a trend here. You got three fills. I feel oh I have no oh. fa- I have no faith in the Padres. <laughs> so JT Real Muto, I, I'm not gonna lie, like I really enjoyed watching him play when the Phillies 
came uh, early mm-hmm. uh, this this last year where like I couldn't like take my eyes off him. He was doing something all the time. It was also strange because he would like wait until like the last quite literally possible second. I'm like, let's go. Charlie Blackman's like walking to the plate and then he'll like walk out, take one pitch, throw it down to second base and he was ready to go. And I'm like, dude, you're holding up the game here a little bit, but it's like, you got to wait on me. I'm the catcher. And I was, you know, I was on deck. So it takes me a while to, you know, strap on my, uh, my shin guards and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So he was just interesting. I, I kind of couldn't take my eyes off him. I didn't notice that. So I like that. Yeah, so I, I do like that pick. For that. All right. I've got the next two and... Wow, I could go anyway. No one's really jumping out as far as the big name guys. I think I'm going to have to take, even though he's been quiet in the postseason and quiet since he's been traded, Juan Hmm. Soto. You think Juan Soto is due to break out? Yeah, yeah, he's kind of due. I just heard this morning someone mention that every player is either due or has just been unfortunate. You know, it's like huh. you're either you're you're either do no, excuse me, those two things are the same. You're either do or you're red hot. Like you're you're tearing the cover oh, ball yeah. or you're about to be because you've just been a little bit unlucky. So I'll go I'll go Juan Soto there with my third pick. Mm-hmm. And then my final pick, I feel like I should probably take a Philly. So I will go with Alec Baum. Alec Boom. It's Boom. Boom? It's Boom. Boom. I'm going with Boom. Alec. I think that's Alec, a really good choice. Alec B as my third baseman. I got two third basemen now, but that's okay. I, I need another Philly to, to balance that you out. You do. And you know what? Alec Boom has great energy. He has been, I'm telling you, the I effing hate this place moment yes. was such a turning point that. for him. And such a turning point, I think, for Philadelphia, too. I think everyone grew from that. I think Mr. Bombastic is going to ha- go off. Yes. Yes. I think that's a great pick. All right, so for your final pick, let's see. Does Susie go with I, a Padre? I pick, I'm going to pick one Padre. All right, so available right now, Brendan Drury. Uh, he did hit eight after he came over from the Reds. Mm-hmm. Trent Grisham, I actually really wanted to take him. I almost wish I just took him last instead of Juan Soto because mm-hmm. he always does something. He's always interesting. Jake Cronenworth hit 17 this year. Mm-hmm. Will Myers, you know what? If he hits a couple home runs, you know he's going to be buying some free drinks down in San Diego with his wife. Yeah, that was that really kind of cool energy. of him. That was cool of him. I'm going to go with Jake Cronenworth. I'm going to go with the alternative Crone Zone. Wow. Okay. Yeah. These are good teams. I think these are really good teams. So you've got... So what? what's the prize for the winner? Oh, God. We, we got to do that, huh? Yeah. Or, or the penalty. Or the penalty. I don't know. That's a... You, you probably have to... I don't know. I can't improvise. <laughs> we, we, we already had... I already, stopped Patrick. You did. Well, I, I used up a good one with the... Uh, if the Phillies win the World Series, you got to have some cream cheese on a piece of chocolate which i thought about again and i'm like that might be tasty but it might not be i got you gotta hope we'll we'll let the cream cheese sit out and get get room temp oh come Uh, on that's just a dietary (laughs) hazard i'm not trying to get botulism from a bet all right how about the loser has to eat um at least one package of tasty cakes oh i love tasty cakes of of the other person's choice. Oh no! At a, least it, it, I, I, tra- I want to say two. You have to eat two. To- I have a traumatic memory with crimpets. I haven't eaten them since second grade. Oh, I liked crimpets. I loved crimpets. All right, they, so that's do your you want to know my crimpet story? 
Please. Now we're t- now I'm telling you the Crimson So Tasty story. Cakes is a is a big Philadelphia brand that for a while you couldn't get out here. And now you can kind of get can. them other places. Yes, yeah. Like Hers potato chips. Ooh, love Hers potato chips. Um so when I was in second grade, you know my mom would pack my lunch for me, as okay. moms tend to do when you're that young. Sure. But she would always pack crimpets. What was your lunchbox? I had a Pocahontas lunchbox in second grade. Nice. It was turquoise. Ooh. One of my favorite colors, actually. So anyway, she would pack my lunch. And then I noticed she stopped packing me a little dessert. She stopped packing me tasty cakes. So I was like, Mom, like, why did you stop packing me tasty cakes? She's like, I didn't. Someone had been stealing my tasty Whoa. cakes, okay? So, then so I, how long was this going on? I would think you'd only go by like two or three days before you spoke up. and was like, listen, lady. It was like a, No, it was like a couple of weeks. I was just like, oh, maybe she forgot. I don't know. Just let it go for it's two like weeks. Like a couple of weeks later, I was just like, "Mom, where's my tasty so, cake?" Remember three weeks ago when you stopped giving me what? Wow. Okay. But then I figured out who in my class it was, uh. and he was on my bus, and then he shoved both of the crimpets in his mouth and like smiled with the crimpets all falling out of his mouth, and it was really gross. And I have not eaten a crimpet since. Wow. I know. You really are my therapist right now. That is. Patrick looks like my therapist today. <laughs> therapist vibes. That's what you said. With the glasses and the hair. Lose, uh, I, I, what about if it was two packages? Is that too much? Two, how about one package of the other person's choice or two of your own choice? A lot of calories there. I'll do one of the other person's okay. choice. Deal? Shake on it. All right, deal. Oh, man. All Gonna right. be getting crimpets. I shouldn't have told that story. All right, so your team, Kyle <laughs> Schwarber. Reese Hoskins, JT Realmuto, and Jay Cronenworth. Yes. I've got Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Alex Baum. Alec Baum. Baum. That's what I said. I got Alec Baum. Alec Baum. And Juan Soto. Childish Bambino. These are good teams. <laughs> you got a good team. I these, got a good team too, though. These are still really, really good teams. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see what happens. Um, the team over at Green Mountain Dental Group is fantastic. Oh! And I'm not worried about all the sugar that we might be eating because they're going to take great care of us <laughs> over there. I come in with my tasty cake cavities. Yes. Look, they've they've seen it all. <laughs> like for me, I'll go in and I'm already like I'm flossing before they even do the floss. So they are already complimenting me on how good you know my, my teeth are looking. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about that Green Mountain Dental Group. They're pros. They're going to take care of that for you. They're going to hook you up. $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment uh, for new patients. Mention DMVR Sports. You can also get a $350 value set of bleach trays. They're just going to give it to you uh, when you're a new patient. Mm. You have a cleaning, that's x-ray, a and exam. That's a huge deal. Huge deal right there. That That's very huge. You also can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D, uh, or rather immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs at athleticgreens.com slash ROC, the first three letters in Rockies. That's what allowed me and helped me through my training and doing two marathons in two weeks. That you're was, insane. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I drink the same amount of athletic greens and I am not running two marathons in two weeks. Well, you probably could. You don't realize it. Push yourself to the limit. Yo, I got that long COVID. That's it. I got that long COVID. <laughs> you think. But I'm saying you could push that. Patrick. Yeah. Uh, there was a moment in our Slack the other week where I accidentally called you out on Twitter. And I feel like this moment, it's appropriate to repeat. You know, you don't have to run marathons, right? <laughs> Okay, it wasn't. I saw that. A, it wasn't a week ago. B, it was Friday, and C, 
And see, on Saturday, I thought about that for the first hour and a half I was running. So, whatever. 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 It's not a big deal, guys. Guys, it's not a big deal. He knows. He's an encyclopedia. (laughs) Sorry, that was too funny. (laughs) Look, Athletic Greens got me through my training. And that is why not only was I able to even just complete it because that that's the bottom line is just finishing. I'm happy with third in my age group. Oh, totally my God. surprised. Patrick, I got a fancy that's... little plate. I got a fancy little plate. That's said, really impressive. Yeah, that's very impressive. Congratulations. Yes, I was I was I was shocked. I was. Surprised, Can we go back to was, making fun of him now? I was good. <laughs> now we've congratulated. Please, him. please look. I'm I'm a big whole food source superfoods guy. Yeah. W F S S Lions. They call me. Do they? Um, they call Kale in his athletic greens. He prefers the adaptogens. And Susie, you strike me as more of a of a probiotic guy. Oh, you know you I are. love my gut health. <laughs> yes. So you get 75 of these high quality vitamins and then some in the one scoop. It's how I start each and every one of my day. I even go where I fill up my bottle, the little shaker bottle mm-hmm. um, that comes with it usually in some of your orders. Again, athleticgreens.com slash ROC mm-hmm. for two letters of Rockies. And after I drink it, I fill it back up like three quarters because there's still like trace elements. Oh, I yeah. need to get those. Yeah. If I don't, maybe I'm only getting 73 of those 75. And I can't leave. You can't. You can't no. leave those, those nutrients I on can't. the table like that. I can't. So take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional assurance and start running a marathon with Athletic Greens. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. That was entertaining and informative. Susie. Let's have some fun. Labs. I mean, we already did, but yes. Phillies Padres uh, does kick off tonight. 6.03 on Fox Sports 1. Zach Wheeler versus you Darvish. This was not the NL East versus NLS matchup <laughs> we thought. Dodgers, Mets? Yeah. Yeah. Dodgers, Atlanta? Let's go. Instead, Padres, Phillies? Phillies. Okay. <laughs> If you say so. <laughs> All right. All right. Turn the volume down on that. So Padres now, they are rallying around the Rally Goose, which came and visited. Which is so funny, actually. Brandios, who makes some awesome minor league caps, and they, they do a lot of that branding. Mm-hmm. They already have a Rally Goose cap Amazing. that kind of looks dope. Do I the Phillies love... have a big thing? Like, You know what? I'm know not sure do. that they have a thing. They just have... They just have good energy. They're just having yeah. fun in general. I feel like the Padres like just started having fun. Phillies have been having fun. Great point. Phillies have been having fun pretty much all season. I don't even know that the Padres are even having fun yet. I think they're trying to have fun with the goose. Oh, yeah, the, the goose. Oh, okay, we can yeah, like, laugh for a it. second. Now people will think we're, we're having fun. Yeah. They're, I'm not going to say they're forcing it. They're, they are. They're, they're not a bad a, they're way. They're putting it in effort. Exactly. It's not. They're not forcing it in a bad way. Like, oh, you you guys all have to be uh, rallying around the rally goose. No, I think they're like, oh, we actually like have a thing. Like, it's not. Look at these like stars or really good quality <clears throat> players coming from all over the league, brought in as like these mercenaries to win a championship. Now it's like, okay, look, we're here. We we did it. We beat the dragon up north, uh, as mm-hmm. owner uh, Peter Seidler uh, liked to say. So that's uh, that's watching too nice. much of that Game of Thrones show. A little bit. Um, Philadelphia. I mean, if you want to root for them, you say Andrew McCutcheon wins a World Series. Andrew McCutcheon's cool. not with Philly. Is he not? No. 
Am I drawing a blank? Yeah, he's the, Who he's am not- I confusing him with right now? <laughs> off the top of my head. Oh, that's right. He was with Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. He was with Milwaukee this I season. I met Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. I confuse these two all the time. <laughs> no, mean, because if you remember, if you remember 2019 when the Nationals won, that was the year that Bryce Harper had just left. So that's why, like, that's wild, Philly right? hated that narrative because it's like, oh, we got Bryce Harper. Hell yeah, let's go. And then the Nats go on to win a World Series without him. It's yes. like, okay, hate that narrative. Yeah. That is a frustrating narrative. So we need to right the ship. And Bryce bit. Harper needs to win that World Series. Other pro Philly connections. David Yearout, uh, groundskeeper with uh, Spokane, now works at Citizens Bank Park. Oh, kind of a know cool little that. connection there. Oh, I love that. If, you, uh, if you're into that. If you're like, well, anti-Philly, and they did just win a Super Bowl. So, all right, there's... And the Eagles are good, too. Yeah, the Eagles are going to win another Super Bowl. Right now? They're six and zero. Wow, I know. Maybe you say I don't want to root for Philly. We need less <laughs> cheesesteak content in the world. Could be. I don't know. But Kale, let's go ahead and let's see the real true face off, and let's see who wins between San Diego and Philadelphia. This is going to determine okay. who's going to win the series. Are you ready for this, Susie? Am I? I'm ready. Yeah. Susie does not know what's coming here. Oh All right. no! Oh my gosh! This is horrible. <laughs> First one up. Let's just look at the ballparks. Okay. Citizens Bank Park versus Petco Park. And now, if you're watching on YouTube on DNVR Sports Channel, you see Petco Park on the right, and on the left, you see Citizens Bank Park. Although it's actually Coors Field. Yes. Yeah, some, some, some say it's Coors Field. <laughs> some people you get confused between uh, Citizens Bank Park and Coors. This what is, is actually a, better... a picture of Coors Field. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I, I think the point goes to San Diego. Petco I, Park is, a, is, a, is better. You know what? Petco Park is beautiful. I love the setup of Citizens Bank Park because I love all the, the parking lots that all the all the <laughs> oh yeah i love the parking lot i love so undervalued in philly uh, they are because parking is so clutch but also i love tailgating great point i love tailgating i'm not but i'm not you, you, we're factoring that into the stadium though no i'll give the point to Petco. i'm glad you mentioned it is kale wanting to jump in here i just want to say not that my opinion matters it matters petco is my favorite park i've ever been to outside of coors Oh, Pecos, Pecos it's a really good. nice park. It's, it's in downtown park. too. It's You've right got that in element. Downtown. Yeah. All right. The point goes right. to point San Diego. Okay. All right. The mascots. We've got ourselves the Friar, and we've got ourselves the Philly fanatic. This isn't even a question. This is easy. This no, is I, not even a question. It, the Philly fanatic changed the mascot game. Oh, Susie, poor choice of words. The original mascot was not the Philly Fanatic. It was the San Diego Chicken. So if you know your history, you know San I've Diego. Seen it. But we're talking about the fryer here. But I do have to mention San Diego Chicken. I was always curious why they called it the San Diego Chicken. It was for like a radio station. Mm. Ted Giannullis was the guy who came up with it. And so it was just crazy. And so they started coming to Padres games. Mm-hmm. But that's why you like don't see it anymore. And you're like, why is the San Diego Chicken going all these different places? But yes, if we're talking baseball, official baseball mascot, because the San Diego Chicken was never an official mascot in that way. Philly fanatic over the fryer. But still, all the, the day. chicken didn't all change the, the mascot game. It invented the mascot game, Susie. It invented the mascot game. <laughs> But look, it's the fanatic. Where, what are we arguing over? Philly fanatic is he iconic. Wins. He wins. He's iconic. He's more iconic than any chicken you could imagine. Ooh, take that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't even think that, I don't even have to think. Philly fanatic, greatest mascot of all time. Thank you. Done. Yes. So five points, right, Philadelphia. One more. No. <laughs> 
right. <laughs> one, one basis here. All right. Fine. Next one up. Um, Austin Nola versus Aaron Nola. Now Ooh, we got the bros. We the got the brothers. Nola bros. I'm glad we're talking about this. Are going against each other, which is really cool to see that. Um, <laughs> Kale, Kale is having a... He's struggling to figure out a picture of two people that are brothers. Uh, Mike Schmidt and Tony Gwynn. No. Not brothers, um, but good try on that one. He's going through all of them. Susie, don't look at your screen just yet. But yes, Austin Nola, the catcher uh, versus Aaron. It's of people that play baseball. There good they Lord, are. Um, I labeled these files very incorrectly. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, I don't. That's a hard one. I mean, I could come up with a, an edge and maybe say you should maybe root for Austin Nola more than Aaron Nola since Aaron Nola's, you know, the all star. He's going to get paid pretty well. I think well, it's he actually not a has matter an extension of who, Philly. It's not a matter of who yeah. you're rooting for, it's a matter of who you think is going to do a better job or who we should root for. I don't, this one's a little bit hard. They're brought, I think, they, I think this is just a split. I think Aaron you can make Nola, a case for either guy. Aaron Nola has been cooking in the postseason. He's, though. he's fantastic. I think I think Aaron Nola has the edge over his brother. He's Austin. better than Austin Nola, like, no doubt. Yeah, he's definitely better. But Austin Nola's the guy that I, I'm I think not this saying one should, he's not a the, bad guy. I'm like, I think, <laughs> like I, think a, the, I think this one should should be a split. I don't I don't know that there is a noticeable edge. You can't. Okay, we can't. Um, what are their parents going to wear to this game? Oh, they're going to wear a Patrick Wall, Larry Walker jersey. They're going to wear the Royker. <laughs> or they're going to wear one of those ugly Chicago Bears, Peyton Manning jerseys that are going around there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, RIP Denver Broncos. Uh, hey, Rockies Nation, let's ride. Um, all right, next up. So we're, we got one and a half, one and a half. Now, Tony Gwynn and Mike Schmidt. That was <gasps> the first one. All-time 80s. Ooh. Legends, this is a good face-off. This is such a good face-off, but for me, the choice is so obvious. Because if I ever have a son, his middle name will be Michael Jack Schmidt. N- names. His middle, no, one name. <laughs> Michael Jack, so it's going to be a hyphenated Michael name? Michael Jack Schmidt. Michael Jack? Michael Jack Schmidt will be the middle name. That's a that's a long name. Yes. Michael Jack. Mike. <laughs> Because it's one name. You're saying there's no spaces or hyphenations in it. No, just going to okay. be... Michael Jack. Um, Not Michael Jack. Michael Jack Schmidt will be the middle name. So he'll have three middle names? Yeah. Or is it going to be hyphenated? In, in one. Oh, okay. So yeah, middle <laughs> names. Um, yeah, this is really hard. My heart goes more towards Tony Gwynn. Mm-hmm. My, uh, uh, the voters in the Hall of Fame... Do you know what the breakdown was? 97.6% of the vote for the Hall of Fame for Tony Gwynn. Michael Jack Schmidt, 96.52. So Tony Gwynn got a higher. But here's the thing. Michael Jack Schmidt. Why do you say his real name? <laughs> Mike Schmidt uh, is, he's the, he is probably the, the best third baseman of all time. Yeah. So like he's number one, whereas Tony Gwynn is, according to Jaws, he's like 14th. But he's, he's amongst the great, but he isn't the greatest. So I, I kind of would lean towards giving the Phillies the edge on that one. There we go. All right. Point for Philly. <sighs> I'm going to feel bad about that one later. All right. Two and a half to one and a half. I don't think Philly Tony has the lead. Watching. All right. Now we're slowly starting to get away from baseball and sports. Better food. Carne asada burrito versus... The Philly cheesesteak, and notice we use the uh, oh my the red gosh. Lehigh Valley cheesesteaks. Now that is a wit because it is wit onions, mm-hmm. and on the left uh, the Inland Empire 66ers Q 
came up with the California Breeder. I think Brandios did that. And if you look at the uh, slightly unwrapped California Breeder, it is in the shape of California. Oh, that's a, that's a great logo. Food-wise, carne asada burrito, hands down. Food-wise, a cheesesteak. Everyone's trying to... Kale, break the tie, buddy. Have you had a carne asada burrito? They're like a top 10 food. Thank but you. Ha- a, have you had a proper cheesesteak from Philadelphia? I have. And, and they're also very good. They're amazing. They are a top one food. But like carne asada burritos are so oh, good. Yes, it's otherworldly. I will not allow this erasure I'm, of my culture. We are, we on are tied my up. Podcast. We are tied two and a half, two and a half. All right, better zoo. This one's not fair. San Diego Zoo. Better zoo. San Diego Zoo, the greatest zoo in the world, or the one in Philadelphia, known as the Philadelphia Zoo. I'm pretty sure the Philadelphia Zoo was like the first zoo. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> The Philadelphia Zoo also has a balloon that you can ride up in. Whoa. Six ABC balloon. Oh, my God. Well, there are actually two San Diego zoos. There's the one that's in the city, and then there's the safari park where there's also a hot air balloon that you can go up in. Okay. That's tough. Yeah, no, the um, Philadelphia Zoo was the first zoo in America. Bam! Invented the zoo. Get out of here, Patrick. <laughs> I don't they invented the zoo. Invented the zoo. Um, I mean, San Diego Zoo is just it's the San Diego Zoo. But the Philadelphia Zoo is the Philadelphia Zoo. See how I did that to you? Mm, that, I can't argue with that logic. You can't. Kale, I mean, come on. That's point San Diego Zoo, yes? It has to be San Diego. Yeah, it has yeah. to be. All right. San Diego takes the lead. Three and a half, three and a half. All right, hold on now. How about this one? Better cinematic hero. Rocky Balboa of Rocky or Pete Mitchell from Top Gun, which San Diego, Coronado, Okay. This is easy. This is so Tom easy. Cruise, it's Rocky. I co- no, of it's, Rocky. it's Rocky. It's, it's Rocky. Yeah. It's Rocky. <laughs> it's There's on. no Tom Cruise statue in San Diego. Well, that's just because San Diego doesn't have statues of fictitious characters. But and they're logical. Rocky is not fictitious to the people of Philly. He's very real. I'll say this. Even after like watching Top Gun Maverick over the summer in theaters, very good movie. I'm like, what the hell's his name? Like, I remember, I kind of remember his name was Maverick. I was like, but what's his, like, real name? Who cares? Pete Mitchell? Who cares? It's Rocky Balboa. Like, it's not even close. Mm -hmm. Not even close. It's not even close. Ten points Philadelphia. Three and a half to three and a half. Uh, All right. TV show-wise. Not a lot of TV shows. Not a lot of television shows in San Diego other than Drake and Josh. (laughs) And It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Ironic. It's Always Sunny in San Diego, but Ironic. Oh, I mean, this is great. As a kid who grew up watching Nickelodeon, this is a no-brainer. It's always sunny. Come on. Always sunny. It definitely. Yes. I mean, Drake and Josh was a funny show. Sure. But we also have to remember it was created by a dude who now... Oh, no. Th- you know. No, I don't. Allegedly. but Allegedly. Allegedly. Go ahead. Inform people. Allegedly what? Is very creepy to young children. Yeah. Teenage children. Could you? Do you have to say it's alleged? For something like that? Because that's your opinion. You can opinion. You can. He allegedly likes children's feet. Yeah. That we might have to be careful yeah. to say. That's weird. We're, Kale just Kale, went. Kale, Kale, Kale just has moved he, to the mic. He sidled up to the mic and said, He's I'm speechless. out. He's I'm speechless. actually out on that one. He's uh, Philadelphia. Always Sunny. Always Sunny is a great show. Back in the lead. Still going. Four and a half to three and a half. Okay. Philly is back in the lead. Better movie, Anchorman or 
Silver Linings Playbook. Oh my gosh! Now well, this one's kind of tough, but I think it. I think there's a winner. How do you even compare these two films? Yeah, they're apples and oranges. Yeah. So David O. Russell's uh, Silver Linings. I'm Playbook. surprised you didn't go with the Sixth Sense. Ooh, that that would have made it almost equally as difficult. It would have I been think. just as difficult, but I'm I'm surprised. But anyway, True. I mean, I love Silver well, Bradley, Linings Playbook. Go Birds. Bradley Cooper's character was named Pat. Yeah. It was. It was. Um, they they uh, they won a couple more awards there. They did. Uh, they Silver did. Linings Playbook then than the Sixth Sense there, um, but but Anchorman is a comedy classic. It is a classic. And I, I think the edge goes to Anchorman on that. Does it? Yeah. Does it? Kale. Have you watched that movie recently? Uh, I've watched bloopers recently. Yes. Okay, but I can't. I'll, like every six months, you got to like watch the Anchorman bloopers. I don't even like, know that's where to go is. here. I love both of these films. Can you name another David O. Russell film? Yeah, uh, he made the big, uh, the big short, right? Nope, that would be Adam McKay. Oh, huh? I always get them. Anchorman <laughs> is the answer. Then, no, he did. Um, uh, I heard Huckabee's. Uh, what was that? Amer- not American Gigolo. Uh, another uh. one. American. See, he, see the movie nerds over here. American Hustle was American him. Hustle. American Hustle yeah, yeah, yeah. was a big one. Um, but great, great auteur, right? Great auteur. Great filmmaker. Yeah. But, um, but actually, Adam McKay directed Anchorman. I think, which is he? ironic, yeah. And then yeah. I just named the big I think short, that's what happened. Is, your yeah, wires funny. crossed a little yeah. bit. Um, I think funny. it's got to be Anchorman. Yeah. I refuse. I I'm refuse. Actually, I think I'm going to go Silver Linings Playbook. All right, we're th- then we're splitting. Fine, we're splitting. Five to five. I think the edge goes to Silver Linings. Because that's like one of the best movies of the past 10 years. Point Philadelphia. Next. Have you seen it recently? That movie's brilliant. It's so good. I mean, it's very hard talking about an Academy nominated or Academy award winning film versus an all-time beloved classic comedy. Like, yeah. the comedy, more people are going to see way more. doesn't justify it as being a better movie. That's why it does become super hard mm-hmm. to, to, you know, rate point, those things. I, I say point Philadelphia. Kale and I have voted. I, it, I put my so vote Kale, behind Silver Linings. So, I'm so sorry. Kale, I'm Kale, sorry. Where are you putting your vote behind? Splitting the points or giving it to Silver Linings Playbook? I'm going to give it to Silver Linings. Thank wow. you. There's okay, two wow. This, two to three. Two to three. Interesting. I didn't see it going this way. Um, all right. Back to television, better mm-hmm. reality show. Oh, uh, Viva La Bam or <laughs> Real World San Diego? Um, well, Viva La Bam <laughs> is more of a Westchester show. Uh, not a lot. Surprisingly, not a lot of reality shows in Philly. Not a big reality because uh, it's too city. real. Because <laughs> it's too you. The, what hap- What really happens? You can't put on it's television. Called Channel Six News. It's um, yeah. So Channel Six Action News. That one I don't Patrick. want to award anyone a point. How about? I just want to put my vote behind Viva La Bam because it was incredible television It was for incredible. My it you, was. It was very entertaining. You I only like, vaguely remember the San Diego one. That must have been one of the last ones I ever watched. Yeah. I. Some, they look vaguely familiar. I'm like, oh, is that guy's name Pete? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I recognize are. Brad, but mostly because he did the challenges. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. how I think I recognize most of them. Yes. Oh, Viva La Bam was, what a moment to be in the Philadelphia area. Like, we would, like, see him at Wawa. Like, it was nuts. So truly we, wild. Truly wild. So are we splitting points on that one? Yeah, we'll split. Okay. So to recap, Petco Park, you keep you keep track of Philly, I'll keep track of San Diego. Okay. Petco Park, one point. 
Philly Fanatic better than the Friar. Point Philly. Mm-hmm. The Nolas, we'll split that one. Okay. There. Mike Schmidt over Tony Gwynn. Yes. That one hurts, but that's where we went. Carne asada burrito over cheesesteak. Yes. San Diego. San Diego Zoo over the Philadelphia Zoo. Yes. Rocky Balboa, way better than Pete Mitchell. That's 3-3. Silver Linings Playbook gives the edge to Mm -hmm. Philadelphia there. And then we got to split on the real reality shows. We're talking a tie here? So the tiebreaker is... Actually, there, there's a couple. So we said 1963 AFL championship was the last time San Diego. That's the only. That's the only championship San Diego has ever won. They only have one freaking team. They don't have NFL. Yeah. They lost the the San Diego Clippers. They've never had a hockey team. Mm-hmm. I think they're the San Diego Gulls. Well, like also, yeah, San Diego's not like a big sports town. Like there's so many other things to do with all that perfect weather. Yeah. They don't care. That's but true. Philadelphia. 2018 Super Bowl. They have nothing else going on. <laughs> Look at the differences in these rings as well. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. And I like, mean, I also have a replica um, Super Bowl ring at my house, so... I, I look I, at that every morning. I think my high school ring looks like the Chargers <laughs> ring. It's probably even nicer. I might be able to hawk more. All right. How about this, though? Here's who gets a World Series ring. Here's who gets a World Series ring if the Phillies win the World Series. Okay. The only interesting angles I could find were Mark Appel finally got to make it to the majors yes. at age 30. That's a cool story. And again, don't actually know that he will get a ring because... The way they give them out, just because you played a game doesn't mean they're going to decide to give you a ring or give you like a, mm-hmm. a share, which which is weird. You, you'd think you should if you played, you get a ring. Well, I mean, I know Atlanta did that with a minor leaguer who got one out. Yeah. So I think I think maybe the rings they will give because that's more of the organization's decision. Yeah. Um, but then the, a playoff share is different. You're not going to yeah. get that money. But Mark Appel and then a guy named Bubby Rossman. <laughs> You remember, you remember Bubby Rossman's big one <laughs> inning, maybe? You don't remember that one? No. Susie, you, you, you missed that one? I missed that one. So not too many compelling stories with the rings. Uh, you know, Harper we talked about. But here's who would get one for San Diego. And again, some of these good, maybe some of them are bad. Eric Hosmer. Oh my gosh, Eric Hosmer. Luke, Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt. Um, CJ Adams. 21-year-old shortstop now with the Nationals. Mm-hmm. Here's where it really gets interesting. Uh, Trace Thompson of the Los Angeles Dodgers, who just got knocked out. He did He did play with the Padres oh earlier gosh, this year. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Robinson Cano. Oh, no. So, again, that – Fernando Tatis, I guess, technically speaking. I don't, ugh, I don't want to never ring. You got two guys from – You get three guys from Colorado, uh, two on the active roster and Stephen Wilson and Pierce Johnson, Mm -hmm. but also Taylor Rogers, uh, who got traded to the Brewers at the deadline. Mm -hmm. You also have another active Rocky, Denelson Lamette, would get himself a World Series ring. that would be cute. Maybe he brings it into Salt River Fields and we go, hey, Denelson, can I borrow your ring for a minute? You're leaning towards San Diego now. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not at all. Yeah. Denelson Lamette, that one's kind of wild. So there's there's some more interesting stories with San Diego. I, I oh. we, we, we might just have to... Nah, it's Philly all the it, way. All right. Yeah, I, I think everyone out there is probably going crazy, going like, don't, don't justify anything for San Diego in any capacity. But if you're just talking about pop culture type things... Yeah. They're pretty close. Yeah. Philadelphia has got the history too. Mm-hmm. Liberty Bell's the big monument in Philly. San Diego... 
the statue Navy of the, yards, the people uh, kissing. Maybe is there a statue of that <laughs> yeah. somewhere? Okay. Which I don't, also I don't even know what that a, is. That was in New York City. It was in New what? York City. Yeah. Really? I think oh. so. But like no, yeah, also like that woman did not consent to that kiss. So. Yeah, probably not. No, like it's like a whole thing that has come out now. Like she was just grabbed. Yes, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. The beach in Coronado. The mm-hmm. bridge. How about the bridge in Coronado? That's You know what? San Diego's scary. beautiful. We all know this. It is. I wonder if we'll have something crazy like the biggest differential in temperatures. Although San Diego doesn't really get that hot. LA no. had 100 degrees mm-hmm. four or five years ago. So I don't think we'll get, you know, like 90s. It's just, oh, it's always 75 degrees. It's always sunny in San Diego. It is. It's always, it's literally always perfect in San yeah. Diego. And it's always sunny on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Susie, you know what they say about sunny momentums? What do they say, Patrick? <laughs> it's only as good as your next show. So I'll talk to you tomorrow at 11 with a really cool guest.